Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. And we've got a man who's decided to bring the Christmas cheer <laughs> early with a festive hat, which he wore all the way through Wolverhampton. Stu Hall. No one said a thing either. <laughs> We're going to have to put this out, though. Picture of this. Yeah, hat. yeah. I was going to say it's not really a audio feature, is it? It's well, it's, it's like if Joey in Friends wore a Christmas version of the British hat. Yeah, the, uh, the meerkatlon as well. So Rich is now taking the official fancast picture. We'll share that on social media, <laughs> on, on all the channels. Um, and I did wear it for the FA Cup draw, more importantly, as well. Well, we'll talk about that draw in a second. Can you just describe the hat to us for those who perhaps don't have the power of social media and will need to imagine it in their minds? <laughs> it's it's a one-of-a-kind. I've never seen anything like mm. it. It's like the Dr. Seuss hat. Yeah. Slightly. It's, a, it's, like, a, it's like a bowl hat with yeah. trees and, and trees on top. And a snowman. It's like a little it's snowman like a, island. Yeah. yeah. On the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the win against Rotherham, preview the game on Friday night against Nottingham Forest, but we're going to go to news, tidbits, or whatever. Now, we've all just watched the FA Cup draw. Now, you're listening to this, and you know what the draw is, obviously, but we've just we literally watched, watched it. together. As like, a... friends. Yes. <laughs> Weird. FA Cup draw friends. <laughs> so we just all watched it together, um, and West Ham away. Superb. One last chance to go there before it's demolished. And knocked down forever. And we'll get 5,000 as well. Rich, what's your thoughts? I was going to say, in theory, we could be the last team to play there in the FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, for what they're going to charge about six quid for a programme now, oh, just yeah. in case. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, should I? <laughs> to be fair, Give I think ideas. it's probably one of the better draws we mm. could have had. Because, let's be honest, we don't want a team in our division because we play them twice a year. Yeah. Don't really want a team below us either, because even though we've got a better chance of winning, that's outweighed by the fear of losing. Mm-hmm. And if we get a top four team, chances are they're going to put out a second stringer team and still beat us 5 0. So to get a team like West Ham away as well, so it'll be a nice day out. And it's a not, a, wouldn't go as far as saying it's a winnable game, but it's you possible. Know, it's, yeah. You know, if, I think it'll be quite a good, a good game if Wolves actually turn up. The point of mash up as well. Be a nice day down in the old the old old smoke, is that what you call it? What's, what's the phrase? In John's day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, get some of the London Wolves guys as well there. Be, yeah, so it'd be good. Um didn't want, I think this will probably be all over social media, but we noticed that I don't think any of those balls are really stirred properly. <laughs> yeah, 40, especially at the start, all the forties car came in out order. together. <laughs> if you think about it, them balls were in that in that velvet bag. They wouldn't have necessarily placed them one after numbered wise, would they? Into the bag, out of the thing. Conspiracy. That's yeah. what I'm calling. <laughs> if they could gods. Yeah. And anyone else notice that Ian Dowie sounded a bit robotic every time? <laughs> the, um, 42, 25, something like that. And the man with the hair. Yeah. yeah. Can someone let us know who that was? The, the guy he's supposed to be looked, really inspirational. He looked like a, well, a lot for charity in Cardiff. And... He looked like a Welsh Hay Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the draw. FA Cup third round away to West Ham. Is it sort of January sometime, isn't it? It'll it's be the second weekend. Yeah, the second weekend. Um, next bit I want to pick up is the the last fans parliament at Molyneux. If you aren't aware of the fans parliament, it's a group of fans who go to Molyneux every three or four months and kind of chat to people like Jez Moxie and Kenny Jack at a time to discuss club issues on the pitch or off the field as well. And it was the fans' parliament the other night. I want to pick up on two points on this fans' parliament, right? Two points, OK? So when talking about 
the team. Then we I just... really hope he gets like the real nub of the issues that are going on in Wolverhampton <laughs> Wanderers. No, this, uh, I know this, one this... of them's going to be. Well, yeah, I know one of them's going to be as well. <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> I'm trying to find it now. Don't. Where have you gone? Where have you gone? Had this saved here. Everyone just meet. Um, just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I literally saved it on the page. It shows you how much. You saved the page. You didn't save. Well, I saved. Page. Well, I thought I'd save it on the actual points, but where is it? Ah, uh, here's a go. Here we go. Here we go. Right, right. The first point. Right. So they're talking about the sale of Richard Stearman and how it might disrupted disrupted uh, the club. Um, uh, we tried to replace Sacco with two players, Ojo and Wallace. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Now, we've talked about Wolves are trying to buy plays in the aggregate, but... He's not, he can he can bend the rules now. <laughs> but, <laughs> did anyone understand? I don't... He's, he's, he's tried to take Sacco and split him in half. Yeah. So you get Ojo for pace. Splitting the Sacco. <laughs> There's a I title. Think, I think splitting the atoms probably <laughs> easier. But yeah, yeah, Sacco for skill. And Wally say had a chance, and Ojo's been bettered by Graham in... Three weeks, well, three games. Yeah. So, is Ojo the not Ojo? Is Wallace going to be the goals there? Well, I would. I kind of assumed when we signed Wallace that when Edwards had a year left on his contract, he was going to be the heir, heir apparent to Edwards and play that number ten role. And then Ojo isn't going to get you as many goals as Sacco did last season, but mm. he's already shown he's chipped in with a few. Mm. But if he could, if he could get five goals this season, and Wallace could get half a dozen as well there's I don't know there's you know your dozen goals between you you really is, I, am, I am stretching to really this. struggling to put this theory yeah. together it works in mysterious ways <laughs> yeah. right the other one I'm going to read this one out now I've got it here this is you know the the it, most pressing issue at Wolves at the moment it, nothing it, to do with <laughs> transfers nothing to do with Kenny's tactics this right now what I'm about to read you is the biggest concern at Wolves at the minute we can guess but it looks like he's just got out of bed and put his shirt on if you're talking about young Scott well this is the this is the uh, <laughs> the, the piece from the Wolves website uh, Matt Grayson promised to check out a complaint from Ian Smith <laughs> that Scott Goldborn's choice of undershirt made him look a right scruff this after the subject had been discussed at the last meeting. Why is that Ian, even Ian, being picked up on? Ian, 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 there are bigger things in the world <laughs> than Scott Goldman's under... No, it wasn't even his shirt, did they say? Was it um, undershirt or just shirt? Undershirt. undershirt. It's white, that, that's the problem. I don't know why... He's, it's I, rookie error. Uh, and I think it should, it, it should be allowed. Because you can't wear shorts or a different colour, can you? Against, you were, against against modern shirts, against modern <laughs> undershirts over here. When you when you, when you had them cycle short fad, you had to wear a colour that was vaguely yeah, yeah. similar to the shorts. So how, you can't wear a white t-shirt. But why is this point being brought up <laughs> in the first place? Surely that should go go away. Uh, to be fair, I'm of the opinion all the shirts don't look particularly great on the players. I don't like the cut of them, so I think it all, I think all the sort of the home kits don't actually particularly look flattering. Mm. But that's. Of all the things to bring up, <laughs> I, uh... the things about not telling us what colour kit we're wearing for away games, even though I tweet them every week and ask them, that's more pressing like to, than that. I'd like to surprise you, that's why. Yeah. They yeah. might bring out a surprise third kit. <laughs> we did, uh, remember that one that went on eBay that we played at, uh, where was it? I think it was at Shrewsbury or something. And they had to make a special one because they for, cause the, the, the kit clashed. No, I don't. It, it was someone will, someone will let us know. It was a, a special one off shirt for pre season. I think it was all blue. 
I remember we played Watford a few years ago where we had to wear a combination of the home and away. We've had to do that. Clashed. We've had to do that a yeah. couple of times, haven't we? Especially against teams like Watford and Hull, where but, the shorts have to change or something. But it was black. It was that black one with the neon piping with gold oh, yeah. shorts, and then yeah. black socks. It looks a bit. But then right back on the Scott Goldwall thing. It surprised. Let, let's say he does look a bit scruffy in in this under undershirt, which. Why is it a subject? Um, <laughs> but what surprised me, Scott Goldborn, is isn't he an ambassador of a sports clothing range? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So surely he has the choice of whatever kind of he could probably I, get a colour 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 choices. He could he could literally be the smartest person on that pitch with his undershirt. And everyone, because we had when we had black arms last year, everyone wore black underneath, and he looked great. Yeah. This year. You've got all manner of weird and wacky kind of combinations because no one's got the right colour that matches our home yeah. shirt colour. So what again? Puma us- could make one for us, and that'd be nice, and mm. they'd sell sell it in the shop because people like me would buy it. But then you get situated. You can't wear white. Well, it don't make any sense at all. To be fair, I I mean I've, I'd slate him all day for bringing up a fans' parliament, <laughs> but I do get where he's coming from now. I'm picturing it because you can just cause it's kind of a bit of a V-neck, yeah. isn't it? And you do see a bit of white at the top, and it does look a little bit. Well, off. I think it's like wearing a shirt and having a t-shirt underneath, which if it's cold, fair enough. But if you can see the t-shirt, so it's, we've now it's gone. Not, it's not so great. we've now gone from this is the most ridiculous comment of all time to actually he's got a fair point. He's, he's got a fair point. I just don't think a fans' parliament is the medium to express it. <laughs> Somewhere where you can just blabber on about your opinions all day long, like Twitter. Fair enough. Yes. Or this, or football fancast. But yeah, that's the. Uh, that's the news oh. this week. That's that's the bombshell we're leaving <laughs> news on. Is uh, West Ham United and a scruffy looking Scott Goldball. Wolves uh, went back to winning ways on Saturday and now four games in a row undefeated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can spin it. That's how you can spin it. Uh, with a 2-1 away win to Rodney United at the New York Stadium. Goals from ACL, New York Stadium. The, the, sorry, a seal. The, oh. If we can make it there, we can make it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, goals from Henry and Danny Bart gave Wolves a win. Uh, we'll talk about the game now, rather than in a few minutes' time. <laughs> Stu, you were the fancast away day advocate in general. How was the game? Let me just say the a seal thing first. Right. They've literally just stuck a seal above the thing on the wall where it says New York Stadium. They looked quite smart before, and they've just got this a seal logo with its red and blue against a background. And in the in the daytime it looks fine, but in the dark it's a bit silly. But yeah, the um, the game was all right. It was okay. it was a typical mid-table Championship game, mm. but we actually scored after five minutes rather than against MK Dons, which was. What it was, okay, but no, it was it was better. Um, wingers, he actually had wingers that played as wingers when they when they when they yeah, he, he does help. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> Graham was superb. He was he was just, he was mm. he looks like the player that should have started the season rather than sent away. When he got the Twitter vote man of the match, would you say he was also the working man's man of the match? <laughs> Probably. Are we yeah. going on to this thing where a flare player or someone can't be mad of a match again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we, but he, Scott Goldborn could never be mad of a match because <laughs> no, he's not tidy enough. <laughs> no. yeah. sure. and the, the hair was bad enough, but... Yeah. Now, the, to be fair, Ebanks Lander had a decent game as well. Mm. If you're going for working man's man of the match. Well, so much pressure on him coming back. Everyone was quite concerned. And like you said, the reaction was generally had a good game. And perhaps we'll talk about the Rotherham goal in a second, but... 
apart from that. Yeah, there was that was just one of them that it, it was just our luck that he just bounced all over the place mm-hmm. and he got the blocking in the first place. So it was a great block. He th- thrown himself in, and fair play to him. But yeah, it actually looked for the first time it looked solid at the back without someone experienced for or football reasons. Yeah, to get it out of the way now. Um, yeah, it, the back four actually looked steady. Yeah, I mean Rotherham, Rotherham—they're not going to terrorise you anyway. But even so, saying that with that wind as well, I mean it was worse looking at the highlights of other games throughout the country. But there was still a swirling wind, mm. even though that stadium's all enclosed. Was it as bad as the time we played Bristol, Bristol. City away? No, nothing. When the goalkeeper would kick the ball and it would literally come back to him. That wind would have killed someone. But that wind at Bristol City was silly. You couldn't even take a goal kick. But no, it wasn't like that. It, it was just, you couldn't really get a flow of play going because every time you did, and the way we seem to play now, with you pass it around for a little bit and then hoof it up. Oh, little little smart watch notification there. <laughs> no, Technology. It's, it's my dad phoning me to my birthday tomorrow, that's why. <laughs> Little note, or yesterday when this goes up. Da, 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 da. Happy birthday! <laughs> well, we'll just at the table, get the piano. Well, oh, oh, there's one right behind me. Rich just turns around, just. Da, 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 da. Anyway, sorry. He's got a little mention now. Yeah. You know what's funny about the Bristol City away game that 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 wind, windy day was that we were like two nil two one up in the second half. We had literally everything going for us. The goalkeeper would kick the ball. It would literally come back to him. We were in, so therefore we're in their half. We still conceded a last-minute goal on the ground. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Everything was going for Wolves, was and we still on, gave it away. It was, it was on Sky. Sky one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we, we had a few that day. But yeah, that's a Rotherham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Henry's goal, firstly. Just a nice cross from Graham. I think it was, it was really well worked. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see. Well, we ain't seen for a long time with wingers cutting inside and being in the right place in the middle of the park when the other one's going mm. down the wing. We ain't seen that for ages. Where you've you've got one crossing into the box and the other ones vanished. It's always. one of the first things you're taught as a winger, isn't it? As yeah. soon as you know, you essentially have to be a third foot man and you ha- you hold that back stick yeah. for anything that just comes over the top. Especially when you're playing one up front as well. But it's a great little bit of movement because essentially, because I mean, Graham picked it at first and looked to go inside on his right, realised it wasn't on, played it to Edwards, he played it back to Goldbourne, and you know, and then came back through to him. It was a great ball in and. They actually yeah. look. They look comfortable on the ball. And they didn't look scared. Yeah. In the last few weeks, understandably, people have been getting on the backs and stuff, but they didn't look intimidated or anything. Maybe it was because we were away from home against a terrible team mm. like Rotherham. But there was something. There was a bit of flair there again mm. to start with, anyway. And then it, it kind of fizzled out after. But no, it was it was all around a, a jolly good show. <laughs> uh, Rotherham obviously close. We talked about that. Just a, a pinging pinging in the box goal. Really? It was, yeah, it was just yeah. one of them. It's just yeah. it, was a bit, it, was, it was a bit ugly all over the place, mm. was I don't think Wolves did terribly, apart from not clearing their lines effectively. It wasn't like anyone made a mistake. It wasn't like, all oh, Wolves have got nervous defenders mm. or young defenders. It was just a crappy goal. It was just one of them. You know, like it could have, it could have, it could have bounced anywhere. Yeah, and it was just our luck that it rolled into the bottom yeah. corner, in off the post. And then Wolves won the game just before the stroke of half time with a Danny Bart bullet header from a corner. Yeah, from an actual corner. We talked, we've talked about this, haven't we? When was the last time we scored a goal from a header mm. from a corner? And finally, we have our answer, Rotherham. We can reset the clock now. Yeah, was it Ebank Slandell who was also trying? Yeah, to get I think, the same time? yeah. He, he's done that before. Was it said, Wigan away l- last season when we 
won, and I think when Afobi scored, Ebank Landell's right there. To as be well. fair, he gets in very good positions, Ebank Landell, because mm. he's got a couple of goals in the last few seasons for Wolves from set pieces. He's a real presence. That one at one, Notts County. Yeah, he got one on his debut, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he got the last game of the season against Millwall. Yeah. He got a goal there. Yeah. So, yeah, good goal from Danny Bart. Back on the score sheet. And he was a brilliant cross as well. Mm. A brilliant, an actual a, delivery a from a corner. Yeah. Which we, even Sacco, we doing that. We haven't had someone take a corner like that for a long time. Mm. And maybe it's a fluke, probably is for us, but... So basically, Jordan Graham is the new Messiah Wars. Yeah, yeah he's the, he's the one that the prophecy foretold many he, times. Yeah, he's a past, present, and a future. Yeah, <laughs> a Christmas cheer. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the second half, we just rode the storm out. Yeah, yeah there was just, yeah. Yeah. it was just much of a much in the second half. They they never really. I mean, they had a few like half chances and stuff, mm. and Lafonda probably should have done better with the head that he had. Mm. That he kind of he just kind of fizzled wide, but it was it just. It just died to death second half. It's quite funny how this is the first time obviously we've won in about four now um, and we should be quite jubilant and we're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, won. It, yeah, seemed, yeah. it seemed like a, a defeat when we, everyone was walking away from the ground. No one was no one were even talking to each other. It was very, really weird. I don't know why. Because what? Because uh, the, the probably, narrow score line? Because we just kind of perhaps just got the win? Yeah, I mean, it was just one, it was just a ground out win away at Rotherham who, were they second bottom or something like that? Mm. I think it was just, and after how bad it's been recently, I think it was just, but then you'd think, well, we've actually got the win for a change. Mm. Let's, uh, not, let's have a party, but let's be a bit upbeat about it. Now, there was an interesting stat that came out, out after the game, is that uh, after 19 games so far this season compared to last season, Wolves are only three points off worse compared to last season. Uh, Wolves at the moment are 14th on the table with 24 points. Last season, at this point, Wolves are 12th through 27 points. Wolves are only still five points off the playoffs. Again, you can spin it like that. But it just shows you that, despite the fact that we think we're not doing far worse than we should be, we're actually perhaps at the same level we were at last season. And we're having the same barren spell that we did last season. Yeah, I mean, I think the question is, our form picked up dramatically in the second half of the season. And it's a question. The question is, are we going to get someone in? Always someone going to step up to the plate and score the goals that Benekafobi did coming in mm. to the side last season, and I think that's the main sticking point because otherwise we are just going to stay in the same position for the rest of the year. Um, we're not going to get relegated. We are going into mid-table. You know, don't, don't say it yet. I reckon there's going to be three more. I, I mean, listen, I predicted we to get promoted at the start of the season. So <laughs> it's not in that fans' parliament. Mm-hmm. I do get the feeling from Jez that. He's a bit annoyed that no one has gone, gone to him. You know what? You did really well to not sell him in the summer. And Sacco last year, when you could have perhaps got a bit of money in January. Why aren't we getting the credit for that? People do some, I think we all do this, jump to the instant negative things. We don't look at the actually. Mm. Wolves were probably good not to sell up over this summer. In some, I think they, and Sacco in January as well. Seems a bit of an ego trip for him. Oh, well done for me doing my job and keep, <laughs> you know, keeping players on the books. <laughs> Oh, what do you want? Oh, well done, well done, Jess. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Well um, done. Talking about phobia, the biggest talk point for the game was that phobia started on the bench. Yeah. Everybody was kicking off about that. <laughs> I thought, not so much if phobia being dropped, but the fact that Edwards hadn't been dropped either. Mm. That Edwards had stayed on the pitch, stayed in the starting lineup, despite being equally as ineffective as a phobia has been the last few weeks, and Henry to some extent being a six, seven out of ten. Mm. But then 
to be fair, Henry stepped up and Henry had a great game. Mm. Edwards was probably the worst player on the pitch for us, mm. really. And he needs to have some time out now. How about Lafondre? How did he do? He did okay. Yeah. I mean, he ran. The thing about him, he, he probably did more running in that game than he has for his whole time. He had. <laughs> okay. He actually ran the channels really well, and I mean, he he still didn't look like a goal threat, and he's not someone you can play up front on his own, really. Mm. But he did okay. You well, can't really complain. Was it? We you know. We few last few weeks we talked about Foe's performances, and we've said we're getting a bit worried. Was it really such a surprise, given that? His performance, so no, this was going to come eventually. It probably, in, in if you look at it like that, he probably did deserve to be dropped. In, in like, but thankfully, he was dropped for a fun and not dropped for Grant Holt, like he was at Bristol. And there was now that was a joke that game. There was no need to do that at all. Mm. But maybe, maybe it's like a, a rocket up him saying, "Yeah, come yeah. on." Mm. It's probably, I mean, it's probably take him out the firing line as well because he knows he's not in the greatest form. I mean how much is down to him personally how much is down to the style of play and actually Wolves aren't creating the chances for him to mm. score you know that, that's up to the fans and up to the players but he's also played a lot of football as well he rarely gets substituted mm. um, apart from what you said Bristol you know so he's he's played pretty much constantly since joining the club and he probably almost needs to take a couple of games out of the firing line reassess mm. how he's supposed to be playing and then Fingers crossed, come back into it over the kind of quite hectic festive period and smash it again. Uh, just before we round it up, then, do you, just anyone else in particular, did they play well at all on Saturday? Price and McDonald played really well. Yeah. And Price. Sherlock yeah. and Watson. <laughs> Price probably, if, if it hadn't been for Graham being. None of that, well, Price would have been up there again because mm. he was. He's back to his best. He does exactly what he, everyone knows he can do, he just does his job. Don't mess about. And he actually went forward quite more than he has done as well, which was surprising. I mean, because normally they they go forward together, don't they? And then this time he was actually going ahead of McDonald in t- at parts. But yeah, I mean, the only what like I said, the only downside was Edward who had a pretty bad game really. And out of ten, how astutely dressed was Scott Goldball? The whiteness actually wasn't noticeable. Okay. I, I think about it. No, I didn't notice it. I've not, not noticed he's wearing a white underarm it's, shirt. It's white because you can see it around his collar. Because right, okay. we've got no black on the collar either, have we? It's, it's just a, it's, yeah. So you've got a gold v neck yeah. with a white t shirt underneath. That's the thing. It's a t shirt. It's not long sleeved like mm. everyone else. It's just a white t shirt. It's not even like it's skin tight. No. It does by the looks of it. It's not like a it's thermal. Not, it's, it's just a plain white t shirt. Unless it's a you dude. Don't, you don't think he's bleached the Wolves fancast player of the season ball from last year and it's now white and he's constantly just wearing it. There is always that chance. <laughs> there is that theory. So out of ten, just what would you say? It was unnoticeable so I'll, I'll let him off for that one. So what, an eight? Good. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. see, he's in full glare on the, the TV cameras on Friday now so we'll see if he's, we'll see. he's got his act yeah. together. Uh, so good win. All yeah, good We're back to, back to winning yeah. ways, finally. So on Friday night, a bit of Friday night football, uh, Wolves take on Nottingham Forest at Molyneux and this begins the run of TV games. Welcome to Sky Sports Wolves everybody. Uh, so Wolves take on Dougie Freeman's uh, Nottingham Forest. Do, where, where are Forest this season? They're lowest, they're doing very poor this season. Which is going to get the table out. Are they 18? They are... 15th, one place behind Wolves. Wolves, 14th versus 15th. We're both on the same amount of goal difference. Uh, They've 
played 19, scored 19, conceded 19 and have 23 points. It's such a shame they don't have 19 goals, but I'll cope, I'll cope. Going back, linking Forest back to the um, the fans' parliament, Jess talks about their, how they couldn't... Let me see if I can find the quote. He, he actually... Uh, they lose more money than... Talk about Antonio. Oh. Um, they say... I oh, know it's here. here we go. So literally directly after the the Ojo and Wallace comparison, uh, well, but being bringing them in, uh, we couldn't afford to buy, say, a Antonio at six million pounds because he was lord to the Premier League. Do you think Wolves could have been able to lure someone like Antonio to mind you? Where is he? Where is he? He's at West Ham. So I, <laughs> when I read that on on the way here earlier, I couldn't think of what seen him all season. I think that the two million for Cody was about. Uh, level at mm. that time, but saying saying that if we'd have spent two, say all the other money that the signing on fees and the, all the loan fees of all the other nonsense that we bought in, in the summer, mm. maybe you could have stretched that to three and a half, four, maybe, but not mm. Antonio, probably not, probably someone from top end of League One, mm. maybe someone like that. But uh, last time we played Forest at Molyneux was kind of around this, this time last season. It was a three nil home defeat. Um, and it was part of that massive barren run that we had. I think we just lost to um, Derby 5-0 yeah. beforehand. And then, previous to that, um, away, uh, a win on my birthday. 2-1 away we with a phobie and, and Sacco with the goals. And what do we think of Norris, Norwich and Nottingham <laughs> Forest at this moment? Are they going to be another, perhaps, middle-order team? Someone who should be, perhaps, achieving more than they, they should be? They're, they're very much the same as us. And they lost mm. their tallies, man, and they're struggling. Mm. It's just going to be one of them. I can't see Benny. I don't know why Sky picked these games. These games are t- going to be terrible because they saw 14th and 15th. Well, that's what the people <laughs> yeah. need to see. Goals. This is what people yeah. watch when they're having a few drinks in the pub on a Friday night and they just need something on the telly so they don't need to talk to each other. That is literally what this game yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else. This is why the viewing figures are so high because people have it on and they don't watch it. It's just it's just background noise. We're getting bladdered. Who <laughs> Forest still got nowadays? And they still got a pretty big squad by all accounts. Lansbury. They yeah, still, still got, got Lansbury. Still doing well for them. They've still got players like Andy Reid on their books. I think. Mancien is he still with them? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's played much, but we've got Matt Mills. He scored a couple at the weekend. I think mm-hmm. for them. Um, see if they got anyone else interesting. Doris DeVries. Yeah. A former Wolves fame again. Have you got any other former Wolves players of note? <laughs> no. Is Britta Sombolonga injured? Still. Yeah, I think he is. It was a, a 12 one for God, he's got such a big squad. Like, far too many players. For, uh, I think that's always been far too problematic, hasn't it? You know, it's still got, according to my one football app, they've still got six strikers on the books. Nice little plug which, there for yeah. one football. And. <laughs> um, it's on the telly, but it's Friday, a Friday night game. It's a, interesting. It, it, if the result goes how we want to, it's a very nice way to start the weekend. I love Friday, Friday night football. is brilliant. Mm. Especially when we're at home. Yeah. Away Friday night football is a pain in the arse because you, all, all, you get back and you haven't had a drink. Well, you probably have, but you're not had as much as you need to. Mm. Um, well, no. you, most of the people have finished work for the week, go straight to Molyneux, just mm. relax and hopefully have a good time at the football. And then... You got, if you can go out and celebrate after, then you've got the Saturday to recover, and then mm. as as you were. But what I mean, that's that it's going to be about 19,000 realistically mm. as well, which is not great. And it's close to Christmas as well, so people are going to perhaps choose to be at home and watch it in the nice warmth compared to just spending the money to 
to go. Yeah, so the atmosphere is not going to be brilliant, is it? Mm. Especially, I mean, it ain't been great all season, really. I mean, it's been been a bit dour. I wouldn't be surprised if it's seventeen, eighteen. To be honest. Well, it depends how many how many they've sold. We'll talk about it on the podcast next week. But yes. Thursday night next week for Leeds, that's going to be odd. No, just just listen to us. No, we don't want Thursday night. But who decides? Right, so you mean you don't want to play on a Friday night but a Thursday night then the following Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can we, you know, if we, we'll, we'll talk about it next week, but can we imagine we're in the Europa League next week? <laughs> it's a proper Europa League night. Be, ironically, there'll be more people watching Wolves Leeds than who watch Europa League on Channel 5 or ITV4. It's funny though, because Wolves Leeds would be a, a, a good TV draw anyway. Mm-hmm. Just because of both quite large fan bases. But let's get back onto Forest. <laughs> um, there's nothing else to really say apart from the fact that it's a, at the moment it's a typical mediocre mid-table game. And if if Wolves do win, temporarily you're two points behind playoffs. Does the man- mentality start to slightly change at all? I don't think the mentality is going to change really until the end of January, mm. until the FLB situation is if yeah. he's still here. Mm. I mean, there's been so much when you. <laughs> We get a, a, a decent-ish win on against Rotherham, and then if if we beat Forest, which mm. we're more than capable of doing, are people going to start getting overexcited again? It depends. And the style of football ain't exactly been brilliant either. Mm. That was the thing that at least they tried to pass it at Rotherham mm. rather than just kick it and rush like some kind of six-year-olds. But it, I think it all depends on the style of play as well. It can't it can't be as bad as it has been this season. If they see something to cheer about even if the result's not the best then maybe that people start might start to believe but I, th- I don't think just a, a win against another mid-table team is going to get people excited no, again really sort of, we need to build up our confidence and sort of bring our confidence sort of goes into the fans at that point so if we win on friday then we win against leeds that's three wins on the bounce mm. and at that point you start looking further at the table and then hopefully we can start scraping games 1-0, 2-1, and it moves into 2-0s and 3-1. Mm. You know, and that's sort of how it's got to go. And we've got our next three games are all very winnable. Mm. Actually, four, probably, I'd say, because we've got Reading after that. Um, uh, but we've got to put points on the board, and at some level, you've got to kind of sacrifice mm. a style of play or anything like that. It's like when Arsenal... If Arsenal go on a blip, so they've kind of been on one recently... What they'll do is they'll really knuckle down and they'll win lots of games mm. very closely and just get those wins on the ball, almost nothing performances, mm. and you sort of and they just go and heard about and they kind of build up their form mm. and they build up the form and they slowly keep doing it and that's what Wolves need to do. I know it's not as easy as saying, well, all we need to do is win one 0 for the next four <laughs> games and get twelve points, but it's as simple as that, really. It's, you know, they've got to kind of take a bit of pressure off themselves, go back to basics and. Yeah, keep it solid at the back, and you know, have faith that the goals will come. Are we are we technically turning into the Man United of the championship <laughs> with um with with like a, a Van Hal kind of style of football? We'll just grind out uh, enough of a result to do it. I'll take that. I'll take that right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, let's do predictions then for Friday night's game on Sky. As we keep saying, um, hopefully Sky will give some free stuff by. Just keep saying that. Um, Sky, 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 Sky. Um, for the game against Nottingham Forest, Stu Hall. What's your gut telling you right now on Monday evening when we're recording this podcast? For Wolves versus Forest on Sky Sports. Let's Sky Sports it. Wolves. 3 0. 3 0. Yeah. 2 3 0 Wolves. 3 0 Wolves. Goal uh, scorers? Uh, 
Scott Goldborn's T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> got no idea. Three. I'll just take three on goals. I couldn't care less. Three on goals. Okay, Rich. I'm not actually going to the game on Friday. <gasps> You're part of the problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Wolves are almost certainly going to win. So I'm going to say two-one Wolves two again. Wolves goal scorers. Lafondra and Afobe. Ooh, a bit of Alf and Afobe. Um, I was also going to say two-one, so I'm going to oh, stick with two-one. Um, I'm going to go for a classic combo of James Henry and Benicafobe. It's a classic combo. Mm. Um, and that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web design, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Fancast. Um, website is wolvesfancast.com. And you can email us, uh, <laughs> wolvesfootballfancast at gmail.com. Uh, and we're back next week. For the early than anticipated Christmas special for Wolves Fancast. The Wolves Fancast Christmas quiz will be back, by the way. Um, and it's shaping up to be quite a good one. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so make sure you check that out next week. Uh, on the podcast, we'll be reviewing that game against Forest and previewing the game against Leeds. But for this week, it's bye from us, Stu. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. And it's bye from me. See you next time.